This podcast is made possible by Sage Intact and U.S. Bank. Hello, this is Ken Goldman. Uh, I'm CFO of uh, Yahoo, and you are listening to the CFO Thought Leader Podcast. And uh, go have fun listening. This is episode 261. As a finance leader, are you driving driving change in your organization? How are you driving change within your organization? For this episode, we thought we'd feature another lineup of finance leaders for you. This time, we have three CFOs that are today finance leaders within family-owned companies. And let's be clear, all three are outsiders or non-family members. And I think it's fair to say, being a finance leader of a family-owned company is not for every CFO. But at the same time, what I think these three CFOs reveal is that there may be a heightened degree of loyalty that comes from joining and helping lead a family-owned company. You'll hear from our first CFO after these words from our sponsor. It's a question every growing business must answer. How do you scale your organization to accommodate growth while reducing risk? Sage Intech provides the instant visibility into deep operational and financial requirements that inform decision-making when scale is top of mind. By automating error-prone manual tasks and allowing your team to focus on the analysis of more accurate information, Sage Intech provides the visibility required to confidently scale your organization. Sage Intact is the only AICPA preferred provider of cloud financial management software. Our first CFO is Mark Elliott, finance leader for Corrigan Moving Systems, a large super regional moving company based in Farmington Hills, Michigan. And with my career at the time, I knew um, after going through this and spent quite a few years in, in public accounting, I knew that I didn't want to become a partner at a CPA firm. Um, and, you know, I wanted to be part of a, a well-run, uh, well-established, uh, mid-sized, you know, organization. That was, a, that was a sweet spot for me. That's where I knew I belonged. And that's what all that experience, uh, you know, led me to. Um, and, you know, after a few months of, uh, you know, the Corrigans interviewing me and, and vice versa, most definitely, uh, the Corrigans made me an offer to join uh, the, the team here. Being the CFO for a family-owned um, organization is different. Um, and I am a member of the senior management and, and my last name is, is not Corrigan. Um, I understand that and, and I can respect that. Um, and I, it's a two way street. I mean, they've earned, I've earned their trust, uh, probably from day one, um, which allowed me to, to let them into the, the inner circle of the, the management team. Uh, so there's a huge trust factor. Um, and, and they've identified right from the get-go, uh, you know, another personality trait of mine is the loyalty. I am loyal to uh, the Corrigan organizations, and um, I am their confidant. Um, they, um, they supply me and give me lots of sensitive and confidential information, which is, you know, probably taken them um, a long time. Uh, to, to be able to do that. Um, you know, part of my, uh, you know, one of the women that are still here 
is, uh, you know, fulfills kind of the role that, that I have with uh, Paul Corrigan, and uh, she's on her 49th anniversary coming up here. Um, so there's a strong relationship there where, again, you know, Paul Corrigan entrusted, you know, her with um, all of the interworkings of the family and the family business. Um, so there's a, there's a huge uh, trust and loyalty factor there, and, and I've earned that. And, you know, when we talk about, um, you know, the board of directors being a lot of Corrigans, while I'm not technically on the board, I am on uh, the highest level steering committees because of, uh, because of these traits and their trust and loyalty, loyalty to me. Um, one of the things that I find fascinating here at Corrigan that could be a differentiator from some of the other family-owned businesses, um, and this is using a very broad, you know, broad brush when I'm talking about family-owned businesses, um, is uh, there's, there's, you know, every senior position within the company isn't filled by a family member. Um, it's actually astounding how few family members are actively involved. Um, which, you know, kind of paved the way also for, for me to be in this seat. They just didn't fill it with a family member that had, you know, an accounting class in, in, in college and, um, you know, gave them the title of a CFO. Um, there's, a, there's a lot more to it than that. Next, we hear from Jim Blake, uh, who, who served as a consultant to Maury's Piers and Beachfront Water Parks. Now, this is one of the country's leading water park and pier companies. It's based in Wildwood, New Jersey. And th- what Jim recalls here is sort of the contribution he made, sort of in an advising role that he had. And it's what later convinced the family um, to name uh, Jim Blake CFO of the company. Here's what uh, Jim shared. By the time I got to be a controller, at, uh, this was at a, uh, in the gaming industry. I worked for Harris for a number of years. Um, I realized that uh, you know that I did have the the desire to move up the chain um, and uh, have the uh, responsibilities of a CFO. The Maury's were working with me on a consulting basis, and they had, at the time, three amusement piers and two water parks and, you know, they had these hotels and motels. And everything was a separate entity, and every every one of them had different owners within the family. And every one of them was, you know, a different type of, of entity, whether it's an S-corporation, a C-corporation, a partnership. Um, you know, we could write down the line, and they had different year ends. And 60% of the transactions were, were flowing between each other. And I said, guys, this is crazy. You know, you're, you're, you're not you're not making any money, and you don't even know it because you know you can't pull it all together. And I said, the outside world doesn't understand it, but more importantly, you don't understand it. So to consolidate all of those entities and streamline the ownership um, into um, you know one business unit, I think was extremely uh, important, and that that was an aha moment probably for the folks here, but it wasn't necessarily an aha moment for me as the fact that, it, you know, from a, from my organizational sense, I realized that that was the only way to go. And one of the th- benefits of that was the outside world, i.e. the financial institutions that uh, assisted us. Uh, once we got through that process, um, all of a sudden they're far more interested in, you know, in our business and being able to uh, assist and, and help us to grow. Uh, before that, they were sort of standoffish because they, if they didn't understand it, they weren't moving in that direction. You know, when I finally got through that consolidation, I realized how leveraged the, the organization was, and I said, you know what, we can't afford to continue 
to um, you know buy new and exciting rides right now because every time we do that, we we go out and we borrow money uh, and we get more and more leverage. And I said, right now, we have to have a goal to be able to reduce our our uh, our debt obligations and start paying paying that down and 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 even have a goal as to what that level should be. Thought Leader listeners, don't go anywhere. You'll be hearing from one more family-owned CFO right after these words from our sponsor. You want smart, clear, and honest guidance to help you meet the financial goals of your middle market business. With U.S. Bank, you have a partner who will help you find the right solutions to help your organization reduce payment costs, enhance control, improve cash flow, and expand your spend visibility. U.S. Bank's dedication to making ethical decisions and doing the right thing is at the heart of what they do, and their efforts haven't gone unnoticed. They've been named a 2017 World's Most Ethical Company for the third consecutive year by the Ethisphere Institute. To learn more, visit uspayment.com slash middle market. Did you know there's been several studies that reveal an individual's voice is more powerful when it comes to establishing trust uh, than an individual's appearance? It's the voice of our next CFO, I think you might agree, that underscores his loyalty to a media company and the family that owns it. This is Ralph Bender, CFO of Manship Media. Manship Media now consists of two ABC TV affiliates, one Baton Rouge, Louisiana, one in the lower Rio Grande Valley of Texas. But for 104 years, the Manship family owned the local newspaper here. And from the 1930s up until the late 1980s, we were also in the radio business. One of the things that we saw is that there's been a continuous consolidation, which has impacted all industry. And it certainly was even before the the massive drop-off that occurred in 2008 in the newspaper business that began in 2008, there was, a, there was a huge consolidation going on, making it harder and harder to compete as standalone units. In 2008, of course, over the next several years from 2008 going forward, the newspaper business in general probably saw 30-40% of their revenues lost in the course of three to five years. That's a paradigm shift beyond imagination. In 2013, the family made the decision reluctantly that it was t- that an offer came to us that was just too good to turn down. So after 104 years, we exited the business. We are still seeing competitive challenges being two ABC affiliates and that there is a huge amount of consolidation still going on. It makes it harder to compete with groups that have 20 and 30 and 40 stations with their ability to renegotiate on retransmission contracts, their ability to go out to syndications which supply a lot of our programming at non-network hours, 
and snap up top shows for all their markets. On the other hand, our great advantage is that we are owned by an incredible family that believes in their community and supports their community. And they do not just support their community with airtime. They support it through incredible personal participation and financial dollars. And when you go up against some of the larger chains where they are, I hate to use this phrase, but I think it's appropriate, where they are sucking money out the community, we are turning around and investing in our community because we are Baton Rouge. We are the Rio Grande Valley. And that's why if you go to Louisiana State University, the MassCom school is the Manship School. That's if you go downtown in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, the world-class theater is the Manship Theater. There's a Manship Y and on and on. That's an advantage that along with top-notch news keeps us competitive. Okay. Three finance leaders from entirely different industries. I don't think you could pick three more far-flung, let's say, industries. Um, Each uh, have built and successfully advanced uh, their careers inside family-owned companies. I hope uh, you enjoyed this. Have a great day. It's Jack. At CFO Thought Leader, we're interested in hearing from you. We want to find out what you would like to hear more of or less of. And so we've created an ever-so-short survey in order to learn from you. The survey is now available right on CFOThoughtLeader.com's homepage. It's open to career finance executives of every rank. Meanwhile, it's that time of year again. CFO Appreciation Day is quickly approaching, and we are once more firing up our kiln and making our CFO Thought Leader Mug 2019 edition available to survey takers who enlist two or more of their finance team members to complete the survey. We'll mail you our also coveted CFO Thought Leader Mug at zero cost. So visit us at cfothoughtleader.com and give us an earful. We would greatly appreciate it. Some rules and restrictions may apply.